Hello, welcome to Unearthed Podcast with your host, Lexi Coachella. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so happy you're here. And in case you are new, well, this is a podcast about the mind, body, and soul. We talk about how to manifest accordingly and how to achieve your purpose on earth through integration of psychology and energy. We also talk about spiritual realm. We talk about the afterlife, esoteric topics, and far beyond what we can even imagine on this earth. So thanks again for tuning in, and we're so happy you're here. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so happy to be recording this right now. This is going to be a very informative series called Unraveling the Subconscious. And I just want to begin by saying thank you for being here, for showing up for yourself and you are constantly putting in work and effort if you are always bettering yourself, whether that is through a podcast, through meditating, through whatever practice that you involve yourself with. Um, I just want you to take a minute and maybe just sit with yourself and understand that you are working so hard at becoming the truest, purest, highest version of yourself. So if you're listening to this right now, you have already made the journey and the step to bettering your life and to cracking the code of your authenticity. So I am so happy to, you know, navigate this journey for some and maybe, you know, clear the path for others. Um, So let's just dive really deep into this subconscious programming, unraveling the subconscious. This is um, part two of the series. I discussed briefly about it in my last podcast, and that was just kind of um, like an overview of where I'm at mentally, spiritually, I'd say like emotionally. And I wanted to kind of bounce ideas off of that. And then I had the idea of starting a series Um, or a chapter cycle called Unraveling the Subconscious because I recently um, gained new ideas and I guess a new way of thinking. Um, So it's been really thought-provoking. It's been very opening for me and I just feel really called to share it beyond what I've learned. So um, some of my you know, ideas that I discuss on this podcast tonight will be definitely stemmed from other individuals that I've learned from. Um, where I will link them too, but I just don't really know if I would call them out on this podcast. But I can for sure say that I've been super teachable the last few weeks. Like I have just been a sponge. And I've been really diving deep into the actual um, science behind manifesting. And I don't want to disregard the old practices that I have incorporated in my life since I was like 16 years old. Actually, I would say maybe I started being, you know, indulged in spiritual practices when I was like 17, maybe 18. But anyways, I still practice that, you know mindset, you know, positive thinking, visualizations, affirmations. But at the same time, I have, you know, I want to level up and I want to understand how it actually works. 
And there are um, a lot of people who have influenced me, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you guys don't know him. I've talked about him before, and honestly, it would be such an honor to have him on my podcast one day. It's something I'm currently manifesting, but he provides a lot of nuances and a lot of you know understanding of how the mind actually works and just a brief overview in case you don't really know him but you want to you know maybe indulge in his practice um he was in a very bad accident and was paralyzed and he opted out of surgery because he was like nope my mind my brain will be able to fix this i can navigate my way through it and in six months, he was able to walk again because he meditated and it took him a lot of practice. But he said one day it just clicked and he was able to walk. Um, so now he promised that if he were to, you know, be able to walk again, he would um, teach this for the rest of his life and dedicate his life to helping others achieve, you know, mind over matter. So mind over body. And it's amazing. Like the things he does for people is honestly quite magical. I can't even wrap my head around it, but I just know deep down that the subconscious is such a core foundational feature that we don't even realize. Like we use the subconscious. I think it's 95%, but I was just researching and it says 88% of the time, but we don't even know. Um, it's always working. It's always you know, creating more pathways and connections and kind of con making those concrete. So we're going to just dive into actually like what the subconscious is in case you don't know, in case you haven't taken a psychology class. Um, also, a brief note, this is interesting, but I have had many readings done and birth chart readings, like I read my own, um, talked to you know, different psychics before, and they all lead me to the path of psychology. And it is so funny because I actually love psychology so much. And it's just like something I naturally am good at. I understand how and why people do the things that they do. Why I, you know, I've been like focusing like why I do some of the things, why I'm triggered, why I get mad at this person for doing that. And I mean, there's so many different areas of interest for psychology but I feel very called to it and I know that you know my birth chart also leads me to that point it's actually my north node um, which is my destiny <laughs> to be a psychologist so it's something that I might have to venture into um, one day so this is why I'm very interested in all of this and this is just like a di disclaimer because like I said before, before we jump into, you know, the depth of the subconscious, um, the spiritual practices that I do, uh, aka like meditating, visualiz visualizing, um, affirmations, you know, I listen to binaural beats, I do sound bathing, um, I do a lot of different crazy things, okay? So I still incorporate all of those things into my life and daily practices, but to further enhance your manifestations, there's so much science backed up by it. Um, so it's not just like 
visualizing uh uh let's just say a Louis Vuitton purse and there boom there it is that's not how it works and I'm finally realizing that just because you believe you want it doesn't mean you believe you're worthy of having it so let's continue <laughs> the subconscious from Bruce Lipton's um stating I would say he he thinks that the subconscious is 90 is made up 95% of our lives runs on the subconscious mind. And I also, like I mentioned before, um, I've been researching that it is actually 88%. But regardless of the number, that is a huge number. That is a lot of subconscious programming that we cannot even see. Okay. So I just want to let you guys know that our conscious mind is about let's just round it up to 10%, okay? That is nothing compared to what our subconscious is doing on the daily even when we sleep. Um so the subconscious is in charge of our oh, well, not awareness, but it is aware of everything that's happening. Um it's in charge of our bodily functions. Um it is in charge of processing information and kind of formatting new patterns and programs. Um, it's in charge of long-term memory, emotions, like feelings, trauma. It stores all of that information. And I like to think of it as like toxins, like heavy metals in your body because like you can't see them. You don't really sometimes know that they're there. They might not affect you right now, but in the long run, they're stored deep within your tissues and there's no way of your body um, like secreting those toxins naturally. You have to actually pull them out via herbs and, you know, different techniques. But anyways, I like to think of it like like it's such a deep-rooted place of our being it's way beyond our um our ego way beyond who we think we are so it's it's quite crazy okay so it also encompasses and is in control of like creativity your intention and intuition spirituality um Whereas the conscious mind, obviously, if you're awake, you're at work, you're doing the dishes, you're consciously aware of doing these things, you're driving. But sometimes when you drive, your subconscious is taking over because you really are doing these things without driving or without realizing you're driving. So if you've ever drove to a store and you're like, oh, I do this every single day, or you're driving to work and you don't really realize you're driving, that's your subconscious because you're, ha you're in a program. Um, but when we're focusing on our conscious mind, that would be like meditating, I would say, because don't quote me on that, but that's how I view it is because you're aware of actually like your your conscious mind. Um, also, it could meditating could be subconscious too, but I would say just like awareness. Like if I'm staring off into a tree and I'm aware that I'm not meditating, um, but I'm staring, I am consciously awake. And that is also in charge of the analysis of, you know, what we're seeing, what we're visualizing, uh, short-term memory plans, like thinking in the moment. And I had a realization today that since the conscious mind takes up about 10% of our lives, what 
we actually indulge in is super important because say I sit on my phone 10% of my conscious life and I'm looking at everyone else living their best life and manifesting all and you know doing all of these things, then how am I ever going to achieve what I need to achieve if my conscious mind is filled with noise and bothersome distractions? Um, and all of these, you know, external factors that are not bettering me. So it's important and very, very crucial to stay on track with your conscious awareness and understand that you don't get much time with your conscious mind. Um, and most of that, you know, is conscious. You're consciously driving. You're consciously interacting. You're consciously working. And where does the time come where you're consciously working on yourself? Um, in your free time. You, you know, many people don't have that much free time. So, and when they do, they're watching TV, they're watching the news, they're drinking, they're doing these things that are not consciously bettering them. So, that's a really good way to put it as well. Um, and I actually, I read something about the subconscious mind today and I was like blown away because it makes so much sense. Um, this is what it said. It's the subconscious job is to respond exactly the way you are programmed. And that just solidifies the way psychology integrates with the subconscious because if we're programmed a certain way our whole life, that's how we're going to respond. Um, from the age zero to seven, we are programmed. We are getting all of this information, we're watching people, we're learning our family members, you know, interactions with money, you know, family, emotional well-being, mental and physical well-being. We're learning all of these nuances and all of these modalities within our family dynamic that we don't have much say within those seven years because we are just naturally soaking that all up. So where you know, at what happens after the seven years, you might ask. But really, those programs stay with you. They might deepen. They might get further down into, you know, into the subconscious. You might not understand, you know, when you're 20 years old, why you're getting mad at someone for, um, you know, buying a new purse. Or you might be jealous because your best friend did go, you know, went on this vacation or got married or, you know, had a good relationship because maybe your parents didn't have a good relationship. And, you know, all of these things surface. And a lot of us do not realize why we act the way we act and why we feel and why we project all of these things. When all reality, it's because we're programmed that way. We are programmed to think these things without even knowing that we're thinking them because our subconscious is just running a machine. It's just running and doing its thing. And I'm going on a tangent, I know, <laughs> but I really have been indulging into the practice of, you know, what is triggering me? What is my subconscious saying to me right now? Because I know that if I were to just sit with every trigger and sit with every issue or drama that's come up in my life, I know there's a reason deep down that, you know, I have to unblock in order to manifest what I want. So that is kind of the introduction to this podcast and why I named it Unraveling the Subconscious because 
psychology plays a huge role in energetics and you just simply need to understand this in order to up-level your manifesting techniques. So we'll get into it in just a few moments. I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Okay, so let's talk about how to reprogram your subconscious mind. I'm just going to get right into it. Um, just a quick disclaimer, though. I want to let you guys know that this work can be super, you know, frightening for some. It can be very dark for others, and it can just be really, like, emotionally releasing. So if you're not prepared for any sort of change in your life, um, I would probably wait on this, although I don't condone it. I want everyone to, you know, reach their higher self. But if you're in a place, you know, where you don't have the space and the energy to physically do the work, but also emotionally do the work, I would just, you know, recommend maybe doing this slowly and maybe it just integrating some habits into your life um, without, you know, jumping full force into it. So let's begin. I'm going to, you know, also one more disclaimer. I'm sorry. I keep having, you know, disrupted thoughts, but I'm no expert at this. I am still learning like every single second of the day, but this is just my take on, you know, how to reprogram the subconscious and unravel all of the programs that you've already integrated and, you know, semi-solidified. So, Let's get into it. Hypnosis. I have not done hypnosis, so I cannot say for myself that it has worked for me, but it is something that I am so interested in. I've heard so many great things about hypnosis and just really getting into the depth of like, where do you need to heal? You know, who do you need to heal from? Where do you need to heal from? And all of these things will just surface. Um, because essentially you're just like interacting with your subconscious and you're being told what to do. Um, but before I recorded this podcast, I was like, should I talk about hypnosis since I'm scared to do it? And then I'm like, wait, I'm really not scared to do it. This is real life reprogramming. Someone once told me when I was younger that you can never be unhypnotized. That is why I'm scared to proceed with hypnosis. So that's just an example, you guys, of how easily we can be programmed and, you know, produce fear and just emotions that really aren't ours. Um, I would also say, and if you're following my Instagram, you might, you know, follow this prompt, but I just posted that if you come in contact with any sort of triggers within your life, um, I want you to write them down and whether it's a small trigger, whether like your dog's barking repetitively or whether, you know, you get so mad at someone's voice in the store or you see someone get married and you're like pissed off or jealous or, you know, they're having a healthy relationship and you aren't. I mean, there are so many triggers daily that we just bypass and I want you to, instead of, you know, just forgetting about them and moving on um, with the trigger, I want you to sit with yourself if you have the time and space. If not, just write it down quick and then, you know, reflect back onto it. But understanding where the trigger actually stems from is quite 
challenging because you might be programmed to think that you're mad for a certain reason or you you're acting this way for a certain reason but really the real depth of the subconscious carries the true trigger so it could be something stemming from like a childhood like trauma or watching how you know your parents interacted like or financially or emotionally you know there are so many underlying triggers and formatting that you don't even know yet and that's the that's the beauty of this work um it takes time to understand the person that you are now and if you don't take the time to understand it and decode it and analyze then in 10 years from now you're going to be an expert at what you're doing um whether that's good or not you know positive or negative you're going to be an expert at all of the habits that you are working on right now so now is the time to break the chain you know break the habit of being yourself, as Dr. Joe Dispenza would say, <laughs> and um, really focus in and narrow down the triggers that will really help navigate the person that you are in order to be the best version of yourself. And that's another technique that I would also suggest is, you know, writing down not even like your manifestations, but what you really want in life. If it's not working at the current job you're at um, or if it's not, you know, being in the relationship that, that you're in, then write down what it is that you're being, what your soul, what your essence really is craving. What is it that you're longing for? And if you can't think of anything specifically, then that's okay. But notice that there is some space between you and your purpose and there are so many tools to get you to where you have to be because honestly if you're listening to this you deserve to be living out your highest most purest self what you came on this earth to do is what you deserve to be doing and there's no other negotiation okay this is this is just how it is and I think that clarifying and having that vision of really who you want to be, who you want to spend your life with, um, what kind of house you want, and you know what kind of career your career you're looking for, um, all of these you know minuscule details that we just bypass every day, those are really important to analyze and understand. Like, okay, this is what I want in my life. How do I get there? And are my current habits blocking those, you know, manifestations? And the answer is probably yes. Um, and I know, like, this is a huge turn from my other podcasts of manifesting, you know, with energy and understanding that, like, your thoughts become things and law of attraction and all of these things. But um, there's so much more to really creating the life that you desire other than just visualizing, you know, a house in the woods or a house on the beach. I mean, that will help you, you know, get creative with your subconscious. Um, but you're not doing the inner shadow work. You're just surface level. Um, so, sorry, this, my cat is like trying to get into this bag. Um, speaking of that, I wanted to talk about, I just saw this picture on Instagram. Um, and there's a, it's a visual, like someone wearing a face mask and it's like a persona. 
And then behind it is your consciousness. And then behind that is like a dark, you know, outline of this human um, skull. And it says shadow. And it's so true because... um, Okay, sorry guys, I got interrupted. Um, that is a trigger of mine, though. I just, I just have to say that I am living out my reprogramming right now because I get so mad when people don't hold boundaries within my alone time, and when they like barge in my room, I get so upset, and I don't know why. So I'm gonna try to analyze it and understand where it's coming from. And I just want to give another disclaimer that sometimes when you do have triggers, it could just be like you're mad. Like you don't have to think that everything is a rooted subconscious thought or program. I mean, sometimes someone could just be fucking stupid and be like a bad driver and piss you off. Like, I mean, we're not always going to be so peaceful and like delightful to be around. Um, And I just want to let you guys know that just because you're doing the work doesn't mean you're always going to be, you know, not triggered. So just a thought. I'm just learning as I go. But yeah, anyways, focusing on those triggers, though, um, can definitely help you navigate to where you need to be. Um, and then also, I don't, I don't really know, but I would say look at the family dynamic of how you were, you know, raised. Look at the financial, you know, relationship. Um, Look at the relationship between your parents or whoever was raising you, um, even with like their friends and their family and how they interact with each other and, you know, how they ate, how they, you know, took care of their body. All of these things can play a huge role, obviously, in who you are today. So I would maybe just take the time and don't create any judgment or um, discernment within, you know, this reflecting. But I would say take a few moments maybe when you do experience a trigger or when you are doing this work and understand that the family dynamic you know, that you've experienced is very crucial into who you are. So um, maybe just saying, okay, I'm not going to be like this person anymore. You know, this is this is why I am the way I am. I grew up this way. I'm not going to, you know, judge them. I'm not going to put this on them, but I'm just going to move on and create my own programming. Um, this is another topic, but Bruce Lipton is so cool. I love him. And he uh, he quoted this, are you living the life you wish for or are you living a life you've been programmed to live? So that also goes to show that if you're like living this life that you just, nothing feels aligned, but you're just going with emotions because you grew up there or, you know, you were just following your parents' footsteps and they wanted you to do this and follow this family dynamic. And, All of these things that everyone else wished for you or that you've picked up from, I want you to kind of sort through that and understand where you lie and where your actual higher purpose resides at. If it is somewhere far beyond where you're at, you need to go there. You need to get there eventually. And that's why I'm here to help you navigate your highest purpose on earth. Um, 
because you're never going to fall into alignment if you are just stagnant and you're staying where you're at because you've been programmed that way. So there are some few, you know, those are a few things that I would say to start off with the subconscious reprogramming. Um, What has helped me is definitely just I've just been like meditating and I've been like really quiet with my triggers. Whenever I do get a trigger or a test brought up into my life, I sit with it and I'm like, okay, is this me or is this a program? And if it's me, like if it's my conscious awareness, then I know that maybe it's a test or maybe someone's just a fucking asshole. But if it's a very, you know, deep down rooted trigger, I can usually intuitively feel the difference and I know that I need to just revisit that area of my life. Um, Now, I just feel like I'm going on a tangent, but I just hope that maybe this helped in some way. Um, But yeah, that was more of like the psychology part of it. I think the next episode, I want to talk about like childhood and trauma, parents, um, maybe even past life and how we can integrate, you know, past life regression into how we can heal, you know, healing from the things that we aren't even, you know, consciously aware of that can just be rooted into our, you know, spiritual being. So on that note, you guys, I have to go, but I really appreciate you guys for showing up for yourself. And I hope, I hope, I hope that you take the time each day to understand, you know, where your subconscious is because it's a huge part of you. It's it's just meant to be unblocked. It's meant to be expanded and reintegrated. So you are 100% in control of your life, your reality, your manifestations. Um, but the first thing you need to do is find where you are blocked and navigate and go from there. So thank you guys again. And we will be back next week. Have a great 4th of July, by the way, if you're listening this before. Talk to you soon.